Beyond the Paper Gown inspires, informs, and empowers women with the latest information about our health and healthcare choices. Join in for provocative conversations with scientists, clinicians, policymakers, and innovators. Beyond the Paper Gown is hosted by Dr. Mitzi Crockover, internal medicine specialist and women's health advocate. The following information is for entertainment, educational, and informational purposes only. This information is not intended as a substitute for professional therapy or medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Welcome to Beyond the Paper Gown. I'm Dr. Mitzi Crockover. Today's episode is a little intimate. We're going to discuss the challenge of having pain with sex, including the causes as well as some things we can do to prevent and help the situation. It happens to more people than you probably think, but you may feel like you're the only one struggling with it because it's generally not something we talk about. But as I said, we are going to talk about it with a specialist in this area, Dr. Jocelyn Fitzgerald. Dr. Fitzgerald is a urogynecologist and pelvic reconstructive surgeon at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. She's also an assistant professor of obstetrics and gynecology at the University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine. This episode is part of a series on the pelvic floor that is based on a conversation Dr. Fitzgerald and I had during a webinar on the FemPeak platform. In one of those other episodes, we describe the pelvic floor in more detail, but for our purposes today, you just need to know that it's the sling that is formed by muscle and connective tissue in our pelvis. This sling supports the bladder, intestines, rectum, and reproductive organs, including the uterus, cervix, and vagina, and problems with the pelvic floor can sometimes lead to problems in our sex life. One of the things that I wanted to ask you about is you mentioned that some one of the reasons that somebody might come to you is painful sex. Yeah. Can you talk to us a little bit about the workup for that and what some of the causes could be. Sure. This is a huge topic. And there are a lot of people who say, like, how is this suddenly becoming such a big thing in medicine and a big thing on the internet? Well, it's because women are talking about it. It's not because it didn't exist before. Um, the medical term for painful intercourse is dyspareunia. So if I use that term, that's what I'm saying, but I'll stick to painful, painful sex. And sex can mean a lot of things. You could have painful oral sex, painful penetrative intercourse, even painful like ex, like outer course. Those things can be very painful for a lot of women. So when somebody comes in and they say, it hurts when I have sex, there's a lot of things you need to ask. Number one, you know, has it always hurt to have sex or is this a new thing? You always have to ask about sexual trauma before you ever examine them like this. You really need to build trust and rapport with women who have pain with sex because even if they haven't been sexual assaulted, they've still had sexual trauma, right? They had sex and it hurts. Like that is traumatic. That really shakes people. Does it hurt with external stimulation? Does it hurt with penetration or is it a, like ex, like shallow penetration or deep penetration? Those are important questions to guide you to the right diagnosis and the right organ that might be related to the pain. Do they have pain at any other times is a good thing to know. Do they have pain with bowel movements? Those are sort of the things I start with. Um, and then depending on what their answers are, of course, we go down the road a little more. Sure. Yeah. And what are some of the 
most common reasons? Sure. So I'd say the most common reason I see is pelvic floor muscular spasm. The levator ani muscles are the ones that primarily support the pelvic organs like a bowl and connect it to the bony structures in response to any number of things, endometriosis being one, irritable bowel syndrome being one, incontinence even being one, history of sexual trauma being one. Women clench and hold this enormous tension in their pelvic floor and it doesn't relax when it should. Going back so much to what is the purpose of pelvic floor physical therapy, it's to get these structures to contract and relax in the appropriate moments to facilitate pelvic floor organ function. The biggest reason I see for painful intercourse is that these muscles are in spasm and penetration literally is not always possible because those muscles are in the way. They are Mm -hmm. an obstruction and it can just be extremely painful. The deeper pain usually is more related to endometriosis because that's higher up like in the back of the abdominal cavity and the deeper recesses of the, the, the internal pelvis. Mm-hmm. And then some women will have vulvodynia and vaginismus, which is more of a nerve thing, sort of the pudendal nerve pain we were talking about a little bit. It can be related to skin conditions and autoimmune conditions of the vulva. Um, those are the big ones. Dryness, also, we didn't talk about. We can come back to that. No, well, let's go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, okay, perfect. And so lubrication is like a huge, that and levator spasm go so hand in hand. Having vaginal dryness is an enormous reason that sex is painful. And that sometimes gets more into like the psychological components of like your partner, lubrication, what lubrication do you use, aging and menopause, um, estrogen, A lot of things can contribute to vaginal moisture, but sex without lubrication is bad news. Sure. Do you have any preferences in terms of lubrication? Yeah. So I think um, a really important distinction when we're talking about vaginal moisture and lubrication is exactly that. There's a difference between moisture and lubrication. Mm -hmm. So over-the-counter products are always one and not both, typically speaking. So there are vaginal moisturizers, which is like, you know, just like for your face, they'll have like hyaluronic acid components, right. things that hold moisture. Replens is a, an example mm-hmm. of a brand of a moisturizer. You apply those daily. You don't just use that when you're having sex. A lubricant is, is made chemically different. It, it's, its ingredients are more related to emollients, things that, you know, actually can last through a session of intercourse moisturizers are not built to do that um so you want to look at the ingredients and you want to pick one that you know is compatible with any condom that you're using if uh, condoms are something that you're using and the other thing is you want to pick one that has a good osmolality this is getting a little technical but you can look at some of the language on the packaging you want it to be ph balance that's like a decent code word to use and you, there's certain ingredients that you don't want it to have, like any alcohol of some sort. It can actually end up being more traumatic to the vagina because of the way it can damage the skin of the vagina from like repeated use. There's a lot of resources for this. 
um, that we could include also in the chat. This is a pretty new area of research there for anyone who um, is in the medical field. There's a publication called ob Management and a colleague of mine, his name is John Pennycuff. This is one of his areas of expertise. And he pulled together an entire chart of moisturizers and lubricants and their various ingredients and their various, um, any research that's been done on their effect of the vaginal tissue. And then you can choose the brand accordingly. It's interesting. I I have a colleague who is a researcher in the vaginal biome. Mm. And she was referencing that and talking about, we look at cosmetics you know, and target ultra whatever for clean and for different ingredients and that maybe we should be doing that for lubricants as well. But yeah, all of these products, I mean, now it's like this huge market, some good, some bad, right? You have to be like a discerning consumer for vaginal topicals. Some of them are preying on your insecurities that they're claiming to be for odor, for like various things that are not a real problem that Right. And actually, the perfumes could make things worse. So Absolutely. Things with perfumes, things with all this other, all this packaging nonsense. And it can be really hard. It's hard for me to go to a drugstore and weed through and look and say, like, is this a product that was designed to make women's sex life better, which is the goal, of course, versus something that is claiming to do a magical who knows what invented by some male marketer, you know. I hope this information was helpful to you, and I want to thank Dr. Jocelyn Fitzgerald for her knowledge and candor in discussing this sensitive topic. So the takeaways are, painful sex can be caused by many factors, and it's important to have a thorough conversation with your doctor so the specific issue affecting you can be identified. A common cause is spasm of the pelvic floor muscles, but it can also be related to nerve pain or vaginal dryness, especially as women enter menopause, as well as previous trauma. Identifying the cause helps determine the right treatment. Options for vaginal dryness can be estrogen, lubricants, and moisturizers. There are differences in chemical makeup. Vaginal moisturizers can be applied daily, and a lubricant is used during intercourse. Read the ingredients and avoid lubricants with alcohol or fragrance as they can be irritating to the vagina. I do hope you'll check out the rest of the episodes on the pelvic floor at Beyond the Paper Gown, and I'm also going to be interviewing an innovator in sexual health in the next few weeks, Dr. Lindsay Harper of Rosie, so please sign up for our emails so you don't miss that episode when it becomes available. As always, we would love to hear from you at womencentered.com. Thank you for listening. I do hope you'll join us if you enjoyed today's episode. Please subscribe. For more information on this episode or for additional episodes, links, and comments, find us at beyondthepapergown.com or follow us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. This episode of Beyond the Paper Gown was produced by Patrick Shumbayati and Dr. Mitzi Krakow. Until next time, stay healthy and centered.